Good morning, you guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, Bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that is within me. We bless his holy name. I am Dr. D, uh, Pastor Urban to some, Sister D, Miss Danny, Miss D, Prophetic Intercessor. Um, I have all sorts of names that people call me. Just don't call me out of... Out of God's name, okay? <laughs> I ain't that bad. I may have my little, my little something-somethings, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Good morning to you wonderful, blessed people out there in the, the world wide web. And I just want to um, say hi. We said a prayer on a previous episode I want my Boom Factor family to know that, hey, we have the Safe Zone family audience up with us today. Um, so they'll be hearing the same recording at the same time with you guys. So um, those that come over from the Boom Factor family to listen to the Safe Zone broadcast, you don't have to because I'm recording the same thing um, right now. Um, normally the Safe Zone broadcast family uh, is a whole different audience if you do uh, choose to want to listen to some of the stuff on the boom factor feel free to go over there and um, favorite uh, my station over there also and you can just type in a topic that you think that I have spoken upon and it'll come up and you kind of can get the feel of the show Get a little know a little bit about something about Dr. D. And um, then you can be able to kind of make your own little uh, analysis of the type of person that I I am. Um, as stated on the Boom Factor family, well, towards the F- Boom Factor family, most of them that have uh, been with me from the beginning... Uh, they, I, I know they have seen how this station have evolved, what God has done. We've been nominated in three different categories. Uh, uh, had an opportunity to travel uh, to back and forth to New Orleans, which the audience love, and I will be heading back that way soon. So, you guys, I don't know, y'all just love New Orleans. <laughs> uh, to be honest with you guys, um, that's where my high ratings come in. When I do the live shows, going visit home, man, it's like um, when you go in the back office on your desktop through your uh, anchor um, dashboard, if anybody know how to do that, I'm sure... You guys know how to do that. You'll see your activity. I mean, you can see your activity now, but I have a, a thrust when I when I do uh, live road trips. And so I see that you guys like that. Um, with the New York trip, I am going to make that New York trip. I was supposed to go last week, but due to... 
financial resources. It just didn't happen the way I planned. And God knows because I had saw an article where they have a lot of delays in flights the last two weeks. So I would have been stuck. So I, I just look at it like God has the appointed time. That's my heart desire, and I will be in New York. I will be in California. I want to make a trip to Canada. Uh, I want to make a trip to Australia. And I want to plan on going back to Israel. That's in, in, um, I want to go to um, Italy. So with that said, it's on my list. To visit, and I have to definitely go back to Africa. Y'all see, I didn't make that trip either. Um, normally, if certain trips that I that I plan, I usually pay for them, and then I ask for donors, you know, to help me out. Well, the father had showed me some stuff, and I was like, okay. And he was like, if you can just trust me, daughter, remember. You traveled two years with no income, and I had you all over the globe. And you know what? When I thought about it, you guys, I said, oh, my goodness, you sure did, Lord. And I was in school. So those breaks gave me an opportunity to travel. And, man, I was so blessed, I'm telling you. And I was not in debt. So that's my heart. And I always stated it because I grew, I didn't grow up in church, you guys. And we're going to go to another episode. I'm just sharing right now. Uh, the topic going to be continue on, reject the rejection. Okay, so I'm just sharing right now. Uh-oh. I got another, like, half an hour before I have to get ready. Uh-oh. And when I thought about it, I said, oh, my goodness, that is so phenomenal that Daddy God had me traveling, and I was not in debt, and I was able to explore different cultures and just meet different people and just just was blessed and just to see um, the power of God moving people's lives. And so um, he told me last year, he said, um, it's time for you to hit the road to travel again, and I was like, oh, ooh, I got excited, you guys, and I see that he made a point, he said, it's not going to be on your dime, you, 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 I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to just, confession is good for the soul, I worked my butt off this year, I'm telling you, this year, I really stressed myself, I overworked myself, right, and guess what? The money that I usually can produce, I did not even produce half of it. I have to confess it. I have to confess it. And I was like, well, what in the world happened? I felt like I was working every day. You know what I'm saying? And so he was just showing me some stuff. And I said, oh, my goodness. Yes, Lord. He said, so now I want you to see, I want you to get your hands totally out of it. You're a woman of faith. You're a woman of faith. I'm about to take you to a whole nother dimension. I'm going to show you what faith is really about. Because you was walking in that faith. Don't lean to your own understanding, daughter. Don't lean and trust into your own resources. 
like, yes, Lord. And so different things he would show me, say, I did not take care of this. Did not take care of that. Did not take care of this for you. Yeah, I know it didn't come when you thought I was supposed to. You thought it was supposed to come, but did not take care of it. Did not provide it for you. He said, don't be anxious. Be anxious for nothing, but by prayers and supplication, giving thanks. So, most of the time, we know what daddy tells us. And and we feel that we out of sync. Because certain things just don't get done or go our way the way we think. And really, father is orchestrating all of it anyway. He just give us an opportunity to create signposts so we'll know where we need to go. But like Bill Winston always say, don't worry about how you're going to get there and how it's going to get paid for. Just focus on getting there. Whoa, that was good. Just focus on getting there and God going to do the rest. Can, can you do that? And I was like, yes. So that forces us, and I can really say it forces us. I know me, I'm stubborn. I'm a very, I'm stubborn. I'm stubborn with my love for people. I'm stubborn from letting go of people. I'm stubborn. Um, I'm just stubborn. I know I'm stubborn. I'm, I'm an alpha. You see what I'm saying? I know, I'm a natural bone leader. Didn't know it, but I accept it now. Because he just showed me some stuff. I know I'm a trailblazer because of the things I do and how I share things with people. And then they take off and fly with it. And that just like, whoa, look how awesome and powerful it is. You see what I'm saying? So a lot of things that I see, he gave me clarity on how to accept certain things so I won't I won't allow the enemy to put rejection even my way. Because once I've done my part, that's it. Next, it's like an assembly line. You do your part, next. Do your part, next. Do your part, next. Do your part, next. Keep it moving. Just don't add that manipulative, deceptive, betrayal thing in it for your own gratification. Because God has connected everybody to somebody for something to do to accomplish in the earth. And if I'm in the way of anybody to prohibit God to connect those individuals to who God wants connection with, Woe unto Dr. D. And you will not, and I will not allow myself to even be in the midst of some that type of behavior. And uh, most people get caught up into that. They become selfish. Oh, no, I can't let them get close because then that's going to shortchange me of what I need to do. Oh, no, 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 no. I got to keep this person locked. But let me do A, B, C, D, E, F, G so they can be um, holding to me. Uh uh, 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 Give me homage. 
Whoa, see, that's dangerous. And so Father God really, really released me from a lot of things. And he said, um, yeah, you, 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 you could have had um, that vehicle, but that's not what I wanted you in. Well, Lord, the thing stopped on the highway. I was, I mean, fear. Man, I'm telling y'all, I thought I had fear when I was uh, in the fourth grade riding on a bicycle when that dog was coming after me and, and bit me. But in naturality, it, it bit my pants leg and it was holding on while I'm trying to, you know, paddle. And I, I can remember that's the only fear that gripped me the way that fear gripped me on that highway that day. When 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 somebody attempted to try to bless me with transportation, and it just didn't know. The thing stopped on the highway. In between 18 wheelers and they had one behind me. I, I, I All of a sudden, that was the first time I think I even had a panic attack. I didn't even know what a panic attack was, but I sure got one that day. <laughs> I mean, fear gripped me. I just, really, I just like, okay, this is my day. Wow. The, I really felt the devil, like, really set me up to, to die that day. Yeah, seriously. And so, um, I'm saying all that to say that Rejection comes in a lot of forms, and even though we may feel rejected from others, God is really protecting us, or he's putting us in another position, right, to complete a task. And, and don't don't worry, don't worry. If, if, it's, if it was a negative rejection or purposely done, and I'm going to read you guys some definitions, so you can like analyze yourself and see, oh my God, I did. I purposely did this so this person can feel rejected. Wow. It makes you go back and check yourself. Not so not so much to um, check the other person, but to check yourself and your behavior. Because we want all our gifts and talents. Um, to come through purely. We wanted to come through without that spot, blemish, or wrinkle. You know what I'm saying? The Father told me, stop saying that I'm not perfect. As long as I'm in Him, I'm, 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 I'm walking in perfection in Him. It's when I step out of Him when I'm not perfect. Whoa. You see how that flows? Because he said, I'm coming back for a church. I'm the church. This body belongs to Jesus, God, Yah, Elohim, right? The omnipotent, sovereign God that we, we, we so boldly profess, right? 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 Everybody profess God, but is everybody living for God? The world profess God. Many even saying, Lord, I was sharing with my daughter. They're not even afraid to say Jesus, nah. They got movies having 
whole concerts and mentioning Jesus now. You they will never miss, mention Jesus. They always say God. But now they mentioning Jesus. They're not even afraid to mention Jesus now. So the devil know who Jesus is. And know the power of that name. But why they're not afraid to mention it now? Because the body of Christ don't even fear it. Because of our behavior. So, so if 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 God said through Jesus his son, who have left the Holy Spirit to help guide us and teach us and show us in the word of God that's for us once we have acknowledged Jesus as Lord and Master and, and salvation, right? So now we have the Bible to teach us how to live. The stories, the things that are written, inspired by men through God, is there to teach those that say that, hey, God is my God and I'm his people, right, for us to live. I was listening to a minister preach, and he was like, yeah, you see, the Lord say they're out there wicked. Well, we already know they're wicked because we was wicked. The Bible is not for the world. The Bible is for us. Oh, come on, y'all. So the Lord said, daughter, as long as you stay in my word and you abide in my word, then you can ask what you will and it will be done. Hello. We have to abide, dwell. When we when we singing those songs, we gotta be wrapped up in the word. When I'm writing my books, I gotta be wrapped up in the word. Even when I'm going through my negative experiences, I gotta be wrapped up in the word. When that doctor was talking to me any kind of way, and I was sitting there looking at him like, "Don't don't touch me no more, sir." Well, I'm just trying to show you that your ankle is better, um, sir. You looking on the outside, but I'm still in pain on the inside. And you're not hearing me. And since you're not hearing me as the patient, I want a second opinion. Well, you don't need a second opinion. You can walk. Okay, so now you have a tone with me. Hmm. Well, I'll just schedule you for next week. And we'll see then. No, you're not scheduling me for next week, sir. I don't want to see you next week. Why would I allow the insurance adjuster to pay you next week when you're not even hearing me as a patient today? See, we have to take a stand in our authority. Hey, I wasn't nasty. He the one that was nasty and hostile. He the one was squeezing my ankle like he done lost his dog on mine. And I had to move his hand. Sir, don't touch me no more. You're hurting me. Oh, so you're saying that, sir, you're hurting me. Y'all see where I'm going? Now, I could have been very religious and ghetto fabulous, right? And just really, how you you boys say on, I don't know if that was on Martin, tell the floor. But no, I cordially let him just do what he had to do. 
And when I returned home, I got on my computer and typed a complaint form. So there's different ways that we can handle situations. And like when people come to me with certain things, I just hear them out. And then I, I attempt to express my uh, endeavors, which they don't hear. They'll listen, but they're not hearing me because then they go right back. Like I haven't even said nothing to make their point that, no, this is what I see and this is just how it is. Oh, oh, you know what? Okay. Hey, if that's what you say, fine. Sorry. What do I have to do? You know what I'm saying? Because I want to dwell in peace with all men. That's what the Bible says. So I'm striving to fight the good fight of faith. And faith is an action word. Faith is not just sitting around twirling my tongue waiting on God to do anything because God did everything through Jesus Christ. Right? Now, it's my job to get into that word. It's up to the Holy Spirit to baptize me with fire and water, cleanse me, and burn all these impurities out of me. My thoughts, my mind, my actions. Get all this stuff out of me, Lord. Because sometimes it ain't easy. And this rejection thing, Oh, I'm so tired of being rejected. Well, I know I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do according to the word that you told me to abide in. Oh, I know some of y'all feeling that. So we're gonna we're gonna go into a little deeper um, with with this subject, and um, I, I I still have some things to get done, and I'm telling you, we're gonna go into 2020, 5780. This new year, hey, and the Lord told me 2020 is coming for you. And I didn't realize how fast it has approached us. And he gave me that word in 2017. He said, 2020, daughter. So a lot of things have came upon me. A lot of things have brought to me a whole bunch of doors of opportunity. And now I'm seeing why. But with that, guess what? We have an adversary. And his name is the devil. The enemy, the wicked one. The principalities that's roaming around in high places. My war, my fight is not against flesh and blood. It's against the principalities and the spiritual wickedness in high places. Things that the natural eye can't see. But I can see in the spirit. I can see you. I can see it. And rejection is one of them. Okay? So, let's Dr. D. Hey, let's go on to the next episode. Let's get into this thing called Reject the Rejection. segment of the subject, Reject the Rejection. I feel compelled to uh, go into a definition mode 
because it's easy for somebody when you reject me or the spirit of rejection you need to come out in Jesus name but if individuals really take time out to find out what does that really mean I believe you'll be more conscious to accept people for who they are and not reject them and we don't I'm not going to say purposely reject anybody, but our actions and sometimes the hidden motives brings that aura of rejection. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, listening to one of my mentors and like she was telling me, she said, if a person feel a certain way automatically, they can walk into a room and the very thing they feeling can come upon them. And because they have not acknowledged that they carrying that sort of feeling, when it comes to them, they'll feel that it's the other person. I can use myself. It always happens. I walk into a room. I'm walking into the room happy, go lucky. Good evening, everyone, because I do that even when I get on the bus. Good morning, everyone. Good evening. You see what I'm saying? Now, somebody's sitting there. I can look at people's faces. You know, everybody got issues. So it's not, they're not going to receive it. It's going to bounce right off them. Why? Because they already have a certain error about themselves and their mindset is totally somewhere else, so they don't even hear me. Some may even say, oh, Lord, what's wrong with her? She must be drunk, you know, or somebody else may say something else, and then you get one person say, good morning to you too. Okay, so that's the one that's in that same place that I am in, greeting everyone. Now you have some people, now if I come in the room and say, good morning, you know, how everybody doing? And they got somebody that came into the room, don't feel good, they fearful, they already have in their mind that nobody don't like them or maybe something happened to them in the past and they really don't want to be in a certain place and they're feeling eerie about whatever. So when they go into the room, they're going to automatically feel that people don't like them, people talking about them because that's what they're carrying. So if I come in a room, you can already then set that tone over yourself. So you feel that way. Right? Because I know it didn't happen to me. It didn't happen to me. I'll go in a place and I know I'm not feeling good. And I won't say nothing. And then somebody come to me and say, good morning, dear. And I'm like, oh, good morning. It's not joyful. It's not trippery. I'm just responding back. And I'm going to keep on going. Like, I'm like, what that lady wanted? The lady didn't want nothing. She just was saying good morning. Come on, we all have been there. So, with this word rejection, and with how God have um, revealed it to me, that it's a strong, 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 strong word. 
It's a strong, strong action word. And it's so strong that um, it causes people to fall into a depression and even suicide. That's right. And so that's why we have to be careful. Don't you know, especially leaders, and I'm talking to the, those believers that have tuned in um, and listening, um, I'm going to let you guys know that Boom Factor Family in the Safe Zone uh, broadcast family, you both are listening to the same thing, so you don't have to switch over today uh, with this subject, Reject the Rejection, because I'm sharing it on both platforms, all right? So I'm going to save you some time. Um, so um, don't think you're missing anything. Now, the Save Zone broadcast, you may have to go and listen to Saturdays. Did I do something Saturday or Friday? Friday message. But the rest, I'm um, making sure that I'm balancing it out and keeping this teaching on both parties because... I have uh, in, in the, independent artists now listening, authors listening, people with gifts and talents listening, and the whole objective overall for, the, for both broadcasts is to make sure that everything that we do, our hearts are pure in doing it, okay? And so we want God to get the glory in everything that we are doing, not just saying, you know, I thank God for giving me this award or I thank God for giving me this song. No, do you really thank God? Are your actions, your motives, your influence is demonstrating that, yes, God has gifted me and I want, I desire, not just want, but I desire for him to get the glory out of my life. You see, that's where Dr. D is at, okay? So, with that said, and excuse my crackling voice, um, I started having some coffee this morning, and um, it just is what it is with that. It's nothing I can do thus far about my, my voice. The enemy is not going to shut me up. He's trying to shut me up. Look like he he thought he was going to try to cripple me. But I I just don't understand what he's trying to do. But he's the defeated fool. And I'm going forward. I am. I mean, I am taking better care of myself. And uh, I'm not just saying that because I'm not working. I'm still working. You know, I have my business that I have to maintain. So I'm still working, but not as strenuous like I was before um, on the secular job, right? Okay, so let's get into this here. Now, um, we started off talking about reject the rejection. And uh, some of the topics was um, to let you guys know that Jesus was rejected. Just a quick recap. Um, God had to reject Jesus because um, Jesus had, he had to carry the sins of the world on his shoulders. And the Father couldn't look upon sin because he's a holy God. 
And how do we know Jesus was rejected? He said it himself. My God, why have you forsaken me? You see, so he even felt that rejection. But once he looked into that bitter cup, now he said that while he was on the cross. In the midst before he got on the cross, he looked into that bitter cup in the Garden of Gethsemane. And in the spirit, he seen where the world was going to reject him. But he still had to follow through and focus and complete the task. Most of us have experienced the spirit of rejection. But we have to stay focused and complete the assignment that we are called to do in the earth. Because somebody is dependent on us. We don't know who it is. Most of the time, we'll never know. Well, some of the times, well, I'm going to just put it like this here. We don't know who we will impact. But I tell you, one of those that are close to us, it will demonstrate what we have demonstrated to them. And that's the ones that we're really going to be accountable for. Because the word of God tells us that how can you say you love me that you never seen? But your brother, that's your brother or your sister, you see every day. You have no love for them. Love is not saying, oh, I love you. Now you know I love you. Oh, I did this just to show you that I love you. I care for you. No, the agape love means that I accept you just the way you are. And I'm going to trust God to perfect those things that need to be perfected in you. That's what love is about. That's what acceptance is about. And acceptance is the opposite of rejection. And until we understand what the meaning of rejection is, know that you're not called to the whole world on that piece of it. You can you can live a stress stressless life. Alright? And then I mentioned to you guys on yesterday, take a time to reflect on the many areas of rejections that you experience. And you'll see that cycle. And if you take your time to really look at the times that you've been rejected, you can really, really see the stronghold and where it comes from. And I mentioned earlier, most of the time we feel rejected when we're a child. A lot of adults are dealing with this rejection mode coming from childhood. And now we have all these adults running around here trying to prove a point to their mommy and daddy that, hey, you rejected me and I'm showing you that I'm better than that. Come on, let's tell the truth, Jane Doe. Somebody in our family, somebody in the organization, somebody, whoever that person is, thing, whatever it is, person, place, or thing, that's a noun, that demonstrated rejection to you, this is what is happening. And because of that, we accidentally reject other people because we feel like when I read y'all these definitions, you're going to say, my, 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 my. And then we need to go and repent, repent, repent. And some of you guys need to go make things right. Okay, that you, if you can, if you honestly sit back 
and really be the man and woman of God, you really will say, you know what, I need to go make some stuff right. And I don't mean sending no texts. I don't mean, you know, sending a little card. I mean, just getting it right. If the world can do it, why the church can't do it? I didn't saw numerous on reality TV. I didn't seen it at the workplace. I didn't seen it all over. Everybody can get it right when things not right except the body of Christ. We want to sweep stuff underneath the world, the rug. We want to like, well, I'm going to just let God deal with it. No, God ain't going to deal with it because he already gave us instructions on how to deal with it. And if you're really sincere and if your heart is really true, you'll get that thing right. Especially after I finished reading these definitions. Oh my, I was sitting there like, Lord, now who I need to get some stuff right with? My daughter was sharing some stuff with me. I said, you know what? I had to get some stuff right. I said, well, you know what? I apologize for that. I didn't mean you to, I didn't really mean for you to feel that way. It's, my, you came on, you just be telling us stuff and just how you say stuff. I said, yeah, I know I probably just come along, you know, stronger. That's just how I am. But if that's how I made you feel, I'm sorry. I apologize. I didn't mean for you to feel that way. I really didn't mean you to feel that way. And I acknowledge. I ain't going to just say, well, whatever it was, I'm sorry. No, I acknowledge. Yeah, I did say that. And I did say it like that. Because I meant it. But... Because it caused you harm, and because you felt that way, I am. I apologize for making you feel that way. Now I feel that's real repentance. That's being sorrowful, and that's a true apology. But people that come along like this, this I was watching something on television. It was like, well, you know what? I apologize. So if you just can't accept my apology. You can just get out of my house and just do. You know, because I don't know what else to do about it. That just me. I'm sorry. You know, I do care about you, but, you know, it seemed like you don't want... No, 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 that's not a true apology because you got arrogance behind what you're saying. You're not sincere. You're not sincere. It's a difference from being sincere. A sincere apology or making it right because you hurted someone's feelings. My spiritual dad always said, um, I have I have a spiritual dad, right? And then I have uh, 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 I have a spiritual dad, I have a spiritual mom, I have an apostles, I have several mentors, I have a counselor and a therapist, a therapist, right? So I know I make sure I share what I'm feeling with at least two of them or three of them. If I'm going through something, if I'm going through something real traumatic and I need a confirmation, I'll share certain things. Now, with a, with the apostle, she's a seer, and normally, and I have intercessors. Oh, I have a whole bunch of intercessors, you guys. And normally with my mentor, my intercessors, and apostle, They'll call me first. All right. What's going on? 
I feel you all in the spirit, and I've been praying. You see how that works? Sometimes you call, sometimes you don't. I do the same thing. I feel people in the spirit, and I just pray. Now, if I feel I need to call you, then I'm going to call you. If I need to see you, then I'll see you. And then we'll talk face to face. Right? And it's always a confirmation anyway. It's not going to be something out the blue. But it's always going to be a confirmation of something that God has already put in you. That's how it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to come outside in. It's supposed to be inside already. And a confirmation you're going to hear on the outer parts to confirm that that's what God said or that's what he meant. And I know I done went over um, <laughs> the 15 minutes on just expounding on the different mechanisms on us being careful with this word rejection. And my Lord, it's over 15 minutes. I'm going to go to the next episode. you guys okay so let's get into the meat of this it's dr d with the boom factor and we also have with us you guys we have the safe zone broadcast family with us too we're doing both recordings so either one um you don't have to really cross over you can just tune in where you are um so i want to give a definition uh i have an old webster dictionary and the source that was uh, was advised to find when I was in college. And I like to keep all my books. Some people resell their books. I was able to resell some of my stuff. But the main things that I wanted to keep, uh, I kept. And the dictionary was one. This is an old one that was printed. Um, they have here reprint 1990. And, you know, the definitions of words change and the meaning change. But, well, let's put it like this here. The meaning has changed because of the different decades that we are going into, right? However, it still has the same effect (laughs) on our mental state. And I believe if we really can take time out to understand the meaning of the actions and behaviors that we portray, that we'll be sensitive to one another and be able to accept one another uh, when we come in contact with individuals that's not like us. You know, we have this society thing going on. You know, you got the, the black issue, the white issue, the Latino, the Hispanics, the Asians, the Koreans. You know, each part of the land that God divided, okay, he divided it for a reason, for us to come together because of the languages, if you go way back and read certain things in the Bible, right? Now, I'm not here to to start no, no Bible battle thing going on here. I'm just saying that so far, 
the father above orchestrated a lot of this. And he bringing his people together for such a time as this. But the enemy still want to keep the division going on. Okay? So, now, I don't have that much time. I want to re, re, uh, go over the word reject. Okay, reject is a verb, right? So we already know a verb tense is an action. It's something that you have to perform. It's something that you have to do. Hmm. So if you feel rejected by somebody, that means that's something they had to really put an effort in so you can know that, hey, (laughs) I reject you. Now, just by that statement on its own, is bad. The CSI, the NSA, and, 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 and all the other psychologists and psychiatry would say that has premeditated. So, I premeditated on how to reject you. Whoa. Think about that. Reject in this old dictionary that I have, it says to throw out. Mm. To refuse to adopt. To have to believe or to grant unacceptability. A person or thing, the noun part of rejection, meaning a person or a thing that has put aside as unsatisfactory. Oh my gosh, that that hurts. See, that's why it feels so bad when we have this moment of rejection. Because we feel like we unsatisfied, you know, it's... We're not worthy enough to be a part of whatever we feel rejected from. Right? Um, the noun rejection they just have here to throw back. Now, the title of this little mini teaching is Reject the Rejection. So, we're going to learn how to throw back. This refuse this refusion of adopting or let's say acceptance of 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 a being or individual. Okay? Now that's in this dictionary. Now in the Google, the more up-to-date millennium's uh, meaning of rejection, verb tense still it says to dismiss as inadequate or inappropriate. Or not in one's good taste. The noun part of it saying that a person or thing being dismissed as failing to meet standards or to satisfy a certain taste. Mm, 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 mm. One thing I got to say with that one is my, 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 my. So now, can't you understand the feeling of it, the intense of it, when you have that moment of, man, I just felt rejected. Why? Because 
that situation made you feel like you was inadequate, unacceptable, right? Put aside, unsatisfactory, inappropriate, inadequate. You felt dismissed. You didn't acquire their taste. Mm, 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 mm. We all just need to say, Lord, help me. <laughs> Lord, help me. First, help me to know that you accept me. Because a lot of us walk around with rejection, with the feeling from God that God don't accept us. I mean, I walked around mostly all my life walking around thinking I was a curse because no matter what I did, it wasn't good enough for people, even to the point out of my own household. No matter what I did, demonstrated towards my mother, I still didn't feel that acceptance until 2014. Yeah, because I'll be 54. I was 50 years old, and I think I had talked about that. It took me 50 years to really experience this one day, one moment in time that that day that I really felt my mother's love for me, and I didn't feel the spirit of rejection. One day out of 50 years of my life, that was the first time that I can ever Say I felt true motherly love for my mother that day. Wow. Can you imagine how many adults are walking around preaching and teaching and still dealing with the spirit of rejection from their parents? That's an open wound for all of us. Somewhere, if it wasn't our parents, it was an uncle we looked up to, an auntie we looked up to, it's somebody in that family line that was rejected. And I always say vomited up that spirit upon you because that's how it feel like. It feel like, you know, you've been violated to the point where you're not accepted. And, and I say violated because... I'm sure you did everything that you can do right to demonstrate to that other individual that I accept you. Hey, I'm here. I believe in what you're doing. You know, and I accept accept everything about you. I'm not worrying about your faults and your... Nitpack, ratty wax, and you know, all of their schism and isms, all your errors, all your pet peeves. I'm not worried about that. I'm here for you, and I want to be a blessing to you. And not in those same words, but you know, some people just say, Hey, I believe in what you're doing, I'm here to support you. But oh, with that. In return, you don't get that in return. 
what you get is a spirit of rejection. They reject you. Because now somebody else have come along and they feel like you see it all the time in the movies. Man. But really, in real life, it really hurts. And that's why a lot of people can relate to different things they see on TV. Because when you see certain movies and um, television programs, those skits are being written by somebody that have experienced that. They ain't just come up with that just to come up with it, y'all. Somebody didn't, didn't experience something. Okay? So now, because you have a better meaning on the word reject, right? Don't don't go around rejecting people. Don't vomit rejection on nobody. Don't make somebody feel like they're not inadequate to your liking. Somebody come around you, hey, it is what it is. I know some people come around me and it's like, you know, and I tell them straight up, now, like I had somebody um, say, oh, you really don't talk that much. What is there to talk about, sweetheart? We're here to come do a job. Let's focus on this job. Bring your personal stuff on a job. It distracts you. Now, it may be kind of harsh. I'm not rejecting that person. I'm being straight up and telling that person, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to do a job. Because, see, when you start trying to make a friend on a job and start bringing your personal life on a job and no matter what you try to do, before you know it, that person going to use your personal stuff that you share with them as a weapon against you. You don't know the mindset or the, or the or frame of mindset. Let's put it like that. To entrust that person with your innermost things that's happening in your personal life. And then... I even tested. See, I will test an individual. And they ask a certain question. As soon as I start talking, they'll start saying that and I stop. But why you stop? I say, because I just proved my point. You really don't want to hear what I have to say anyway. You just want to get in my business. So it don't make no sense for me to share nothing. You can't help. You can't add nothing to it. You can't multiply. One thing you're going to do is subtract and divide. You're going to take what I take, share with you, and go bring it somewhere else. And then you're going to add your only a two cent in it. And then you're going to blow it out proportion. And then one day that person going to have to meet me. And they're going to have a whole nother outlook on who I am because of something you said. And a lot of times, we vomit rejection on other people before you have given them an opportunity to come in contact with the very person that you have rejected. Now they're walking around with the spirit of rejection against the person that you have rejected. And that could be, those two people could be the very two that come together to be a dunamis power for you. But now you divided that up. Because we get selfish. We get greedy. We get selfish. We get ego, you know, we let that egotistical stuff pop us, most of us, or narcissist behavior. 
It's all about you, your way, no way. What about God's way? We oh yeah, we use God's name. Oh the Lord, the Lord was showing me that, daughter. Don't you know? Most of the world use my name, but their heart is far away from me. Why do you think I stated that many say, Lord, Lord, but their heart is far away from me? And then I got to turn around and say, depart from me. I never knew you. But wait a minute. What you mean you never knew me? I served. I did everything you said in Matthew. I visited the sick. I visited the prisons. I gave to the homeless. I fed the homeless. I gave up alms. I served. Yeah, but where was your heart in it? What was the motives? Why you was doing these things? How were you treating people around you? See what I'm talking about? So the spirit of rejection is a very, very dangerous word and it's it's cousin is fear you know we have fear why I don't know but there's a certain fear we have that we're gonna be um, left out ourselves so we're gonna try to you know my my I had somebody to share something with me um they say they jumped and did something because they had a fear of something else happening. So before it happened, they went on and took control and, and made something else happen, like a fallback, a contingency plan. You see what I'm saying? And then years later, they see that, wow, I let fear make me move before time. And I found a lot of times that when I sit back and observe situations that people get themselves caught up into, and it's, some of it involves me, and I look back and say, hmm, they had fear there. Nah, you, 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 you told everybody not to get close, but you kept this person close to you, but in return... You project the fear on this person and on other people and make this person feel like they was against them. And so it caused you to puff yourself up that hey, no matter what, I'm going to be there. I'm going to get your back. No matter who else I have to hurt, I'm going to show you I am there for you. I'm going to make this thing happen for you. I'm going to show you how bad I am. But in return, who did you hurt? Who did you offend? Oh, yeah, I made a statement on the previous um, episode that I didn't complete about the mentors and my spiritual parents. Um, we we had, they had a, a and I, I don't drop names, only if I have to, but they had a minister one time that always said, uh, people need to grow up and stop being, stop being a uh, let no fence come in their life. You know, you know, if you, if you have the perfect law of God in you, you wouldn't be offended. 
Well, the book of Matthew tells us, woe unto the one that bring the offense. Now, my spiritual dad always says that. He get that straight with people quickly. He said, yeah, I know a lot of you guys out there always want to throw these scriptures out on people to cover up you being prideful and telling people where you shouldn't be so easily offended. Get more in the word. He said, but you forgot about the first part of of that scripture. He he said, God, Jesus says in red, woe unto the one that bring the offense. It should be, he said, it'll be like you taking, for you to offend my little ones, it's just like you going to get a milestone, wrap it around your neck and jump off a cliff. Wow. So, just like to reject someone. It's not our job to try to um, throw out or dismiss someone because you feel they're inadequate to your taste. You could just mosey on along and keep it moving. Be up front with the person in the beginning. Some do, some don't. Sometimes I think people just try to test you just to see how far they can go with you. You know what I'm saying? And if they don't, if they know that or they feel that, uh, wow, that girl got a strong nature. It's, I won't be able to, I won't be able to control her. So let me just, let me just like stop this right now. And um, let me find something to point out something wrong with her, you know, so she can feel. I can start making her feel a little something, something. Then we're gonna we we gonna we gonna reject her, but we're gonna reject slowly. It's just like putting a frog in a a pot on the stove with cold water. So yeah, the frog is good. Y'all remember that analogy? Then I'm going to leave y'all with this because I need to go and get ready. Um, You know, the frog is good, but the frog in the pot, then the analogy, and the pot is on broiling. But the, the, the frog don't feel the heat because the water is not hot yet. But gradually, it's going to start getting hot. And gradually and gradually, and before you know it, it's going to get hot till it's too late. You you done cooked the frog. And he didn't know what was happening. He when he got into the pot, it was it was good to hop in. Well just like an individual, we do people that. We a woo man. Everything cool and copper copper steady. Not knowing that we on a pot. You got us cooking. And soon as we see we we can't get our claws in them. Man, we gotta we gotta turn the heat up. We gotta we gotta do something. It didn't happen to me numerous of times. My only thing is, I tell people this in the beginning, and they quick to say, "Oh, well, you ain't gotta worry about that with me." I'm like, hmm, we'll see. And I'm going to still be myself. I'm gonna show you who I am in the beginning. 
No pretending. In the beginning, no pretending. You're going to see who Dr. D is. We're at the end of the road. Who's still standing and who have reneged? Because I'm going to make sure I'm going to honor my word. I'm going to do everything that I'm supposed to do, even when it comes down to my ministry, when it comes down to my business. I'm going to do the best that I can. I mean, not hop like, like, like a rabbit when you first communicate with me because that's just not how it go. Like, I have numerous people right now that text and on the weekend, the office is closed on the weekend. And on Mondays. Your emergency is not my emergency. Sorry. Because when I have an emergency... I got to tend to my emergency by myself. Because my emergency is not that other person's emergency. Now, if I think you can honor my emergency, then I'll give you a call. And even with that call, if you say, uh, let me see what I can do. No, 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 I'm going to tell you right then and there. You know what? Don't worry about it. I appreciate you even made an effort. Because I know they're going to have to rearrange some things to make happen, to make it happen for me. And that's what I call going the extra mile. But we go the extra mile for people who we know we can get something in return. And what profits that? The Bible tells us that. Matter of fact, Jesus tells us that. in read You already got your reward. (laughs) That's another thing that really trips me out about people. Okay, don't phase me. You keep throwing stuff up in the air, but what does the Bible say about that? You already got your reward. I want my reward from what God shows me in heaven, and he said what you do in secret, I'm going to reward you out openly. And then what, what he gives to me, no man can take away. So when people do things and then they call themselves trying to take stuff away from you and make you seem like they're in control of your life, they're going to show you who is the big kahula. you really hurting God because God is in me and you're hurting God. So I want y'all to remember that God is in you. So if you feel rejected by anybody, they're rejecting God. The God that's in you. They're not rejecting you. And woe unto the man who rejects God in you. Especially if God didn't approve you and appointed you and have sent you. And have anointed you. That's a dangerous thing. And I always tell people, man, that 360 turnaround is not a good thing because the word of God tells us. God will not be mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. It don't matter who you are, what title you hold. It doesn't matter. You sold it and you have to reap it. Period. Your thoughts, your actions, no matter what it is, you have to reap it. So you got to be careful. That's why I'm careful. I accept people the way they are. If I don't like something, 
I, I, if they do something, I share it. If they hear it, don't. Well, that's it. If I don't like something, I say, mm. If I see something, mm, I pray about it and I keep it moving. But I'm not going to retaliate against you. Oh, sometimes you do want to retaliate. I know y'all want to retaliate. But guess what? It's better. Let God do it because, see, God know how to deal with people better than we do. He knew where it's going to get them where it hurts. That's where that, decide, that, that, that discipline coming at. And still with the discipline, you guys, God himself still show us love, my Lord. So if God disciplined us, even in the spirit of love, who are we to be judge, jury, and executioner of somebody's life? Our job is to love them. Not to reject them. Our job is to love people, accept them, let God perfect them. If you see something wrong with Dr. D, pray for me. God gonna get that straight. If you really, really love me, and if you see potential or whatever you see, hey, go to Father. We serve the same God, but no, see, people want to try to throw their little, their little titles and I don't know. It's just something about people want to tell another person what to do. I don't know. It's that. I don't know. Okay, so... Let's take that and run with it, you guys. Uh, bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that is within me. Father God, I thank you for giving us a little bit more insight on the word rejection, especially reject. That's a verb. We don't want to go around just rejecting people. We want to accept all that comes our way, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and we're going to trust you to perfect people. No matter what the lifestyle is, no matter what the demeanor, um, no matter who they are, all individuals we will accept them. We're not going to accept the behavior. We're not going to let nobody disrespect us. We're not going to allow people to just handle us like we some type of toilet tissue that they can go and wipe and throw in the toilet and flush it. No, 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 no. You give us authority. You have given us love, and we don't. We want to be. We want to walk this earth like Jesus did. And from his teachings, he didn't let the Pharisees just tell him anything. That's why he ain't saying nothing. He just looked at them and walked away. They'll come and ask him all kind of questions, and he didn't even answer them. He just walked away. So sometimes, Father, help us just to say what. And walk away. I don't say nothing. Just walk away. Help us to be able to say yes and no. You teach me how to do that. Because we don't have time to explain stuff. Because even if you explain stuff to people, they're still not going to understand. Because they're going to always try to add their little two cents in there. And they're still not going to understand when they add their two cents. Then they're going to want to add their five cents. And before you know it, an argument or debate going to start. And that's not what Jesus did. Teach us, teach us how to walk this 
this this this thing in life while we still breathing and and be able to accept all and trust that you will perfect all we don't want to vomit up rejection on nobody we want them to feel accepted and if a person feel rejection we want them to let them know hey god is set for you all right I don't know nothing about you, but I accept who you are. And I'm going to trust God to perfect that. And we're not going to allow no one else to vomit upon us about anybody else. If I don't know the person, I don't know the person. And like, <laughs> like uh, I saw on <laughs> one of us, a statement on a movie I watched. And, um, and the guy um, mentioned, he said... Um, but what you think about this? He say I don't. Or I didn't. You know? And keep it moving. And that's the honest truth. I've said that numerous times. God, you heard about such and such? No, I didn't. Well, let me tell you. Nah, I don't want to hear it. Nah, but nah. Because both parties not here. So you don't tell me one side. See, I believe when we start being like that, Father, it'll alleviate a lot of discord and division within ourselves and with people and within the body of Christ. We are nipping in the bud, cut the devil heads off, and we have more peace and harmony and be able to serve righteously and go forward in the mission and assignments that all of us have. Instead of us trying to nitpick each other with this word rejection to think that we are better than others and we have this powerful thing going on and you accept it and you not. We want you and no, no, this is not no competitive dance group. This is this is one faith, one Lord, one baptism, period. And with that said, Father, we ask you right now in Yahshua's name to help us. And if anybody that's listening, that you may not know what I'm talking about when I say in Yahshua's name, that's Jesus Christ, the Lord and Master of my life, who I have accepted because he accepted me way before the foundations of the world. And my job is to reconcile man kind to him so you can be one with God above that everybody always call upon but his words say many have said Lord Lord but their heart is far from him and I want your heart to be near God and for your heart to be near God you have to accept Jesus Christ as Lord in your life accept the, the part that He died for our sins, for our ways, our wicked ways and actions, our wicked ways of rejection, how we treat people and how we talk to people, how we handle people. You see, that's what he came to help us with. So one day when he comes to receive us into our own, we won't have no spots, no wrinkles, no blemishes to prohibit us from entering into that heavenly realm, wherever that is. Once we give up the ghost in this body, 
we do have an afterlife. Afterlife is for real. That's why you see all the movies trying to find out what's going on in the afterlife. You will never know unless somebody actually had the experience. Accept them today into your heart. And then accept the gift that he has given you, the Holy Spirit, that comes right beside you and teach you all things to help you live this life and give you wisdom on how to defeat the enemy that you have in this life called the devil. And with all of that, you'll understand better and better by and by (laughs) what rejection is all about. That's coupled with fear. They work together. Fear and rejection, they work together hand in hand. We're going to talk about fear and rejection in the next episode. But right now, in Jesus' name, we close off this prayer with the blood of Yahshua. Cover the families, and I pray that you guys have an awesome, beautiful day today. Enjoy your family today. Spend a little time in nature. You know, spend some time while you're walking and communicating to God and continue to write down your reflections on rejection. And even when you write those songs, sing them songs, write the books, manuscripts, draw that photo, you know, cook that perfect meal. Always have a consciousness of Christ before we do anything that would make hinder and hurt someone and make them feel rejected. I plant that seed into your hearing today in Jesus' name. Amen? All right, you guys. Dr. D is out. I appreciate those that are tuning in on both broadcasts. Safe Zone broadcast. You're hearing a live recording from Dr. D. Boom Factor family. As always, chiming out of here. Um, go ahead and enjoy, go love on somebody. And until I come back tomorrow with more on rejection, reject the rejection, throw it back. When it comes, throw it back. But this is how you're going to do it. You have to identify what it is first so you can be prepared. So when it comes, it won't give you that sinking feeling, right? And I'm going to share an article with you guys tomorrow on how God really helped me deal with um, the spirit of rejection in any area. Because I had to write my stuff down. And that's y'all assignment. Y'all got some homework to do. Go back and look at all the different situations that happened to you that had caused you with the feeling of rejection. And then you can start identifying some areas. And take, take hold of that stronghold. Because it's, it's fueled by fear. And so we, we're going to get free from that. This is the month of August, the eight-month new beginnings. And, and we're going into the new year, God's calendar year, 5780. And we're about to wrap up the end of this year. 2020 is right around the corner, y'all. This year gone already. Isn't that something? And I will be back. Let's go and uh, pay some bills, listen to our sponsors, and uh, I thank you for tuning in. Share this. Share this with somebody. Take that link and 
share it. Anybody that's on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and iTunes, rate this episode. Tune in. Send me an email at boomfactortv at gmail.com. If you have any questions, if you need any resources to help you with this, I have some awesome, awesome other individuals that you can contact if you really need a more in-depth counseling to identify um, and help you deal with this. Because this is really the cause of a lot of people with depression and anxiety and then suicide comes. Oh my gosh, it is so rampant out here. And we want to alleviate that. We want to alleviate that, okay? All right. Once again, I'm out. Dr. D, love you. Later. Thank you for tuning in to The Boom Factor. This episode has been sponsored by Urban Management Group, where they believe in meaningful relationship with all things done decent and in order. You can go and visit the website at www.urbanmanagementgroup.com. That's with an E-R-V-I-N to acquire about the many services that they offer in accounting, strategic planning, book publishing, tax review, youth-inspired program, radio and TV broadcasting, expand your horizon with global missions, marketing, and website consulting. So we thank you for all of your help, Urban Management Group. For taking part in sponsoring the Boom Factor. Once again, visit www.urbanmanagementgroup. Have an awesome day and stay tuned for the next episode of the Boom Factor. What's up, you guys? It's Let's Dr. Go, D with the go. Boom Factor. Look, y'all, I'm over here by one of my brothers from another mother. That's all I can say. Good, good, good peoples. But he tripping, y'all. He talking about getting getting Becky with the good hair because the house is hot. Now, why you want to mess with my sister like that? She trying to save him some money. Now, y'all brothers out there, would y'all rather Becky to have y'all house running with nobody in the house? With air running or a sister that's going to save you some money and have it on the temperature. He talking about he going to get Becky with the good hair. Without a light. <laughs> the same way she put emphasis on getting her hair did, and I like that. And her nails done, and I like that. And her feet done, and I like that. And she drives in a nice car, and I like that. And she lives in a lovely home, and I like that. I would like to come home so my damn house cool. That's it. He wanted his house cool, so I just got to tell sister-in-law, look, look. 
This habit's house cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, habit's house cold, so when he come home, y'all just gotta put on a sweater and put on some onesies. <laughs> Maybe a hat and a hood, wear hoodies in the house. Cause we want we want brother to be comfortable. We don't want him to go to Becky, right? <laughs> and, and and no love lost against my vanilla sisters out there, all right? <laughs> Y'all know we cool too, but come on now. We 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 not gonna go that route, right? Right, Boom Factor family. <laughs> yeah, I'm tripping. Cause I'm hot as hell in my own I- home. And, and what's wrong? The air ain't come on yet. I just turned it on. I thought you did that a whole few minutes ago. Shit, it's so hot in here, I had to turn it down to 60. Oh, no. <laughs> Shit, no, I got on a jacket, y'all. I'm all right, so I don't know what you talking about. It still ain't working, the printer. Okay, so this is what I'm going to have to do. Let me just get out of this here. Here, go ahead and, and print that out so I can look at it. And I'm going to refresh this. Or email it to me and then I'll send it through here. Well, if that's the case, you can go to your email, go search, pull up December 2018. <laughs> and print it. Yeah. Now, this is the instructions for the construction company, how we're going to incorporate it. And I know you guys, I know y'all y'all heard me say Sundays is, is my off day, you guys. But, you know, all week, Dr. D was doing something. So, this is one of my VIP brothers. So, we, we trying to get some stuff stuff done. Because um, God about to do some awesome things. Where he has already done some awesome things in his life. And so, some other opportunities have come forward. And we just... Getting it all together, like I was sharing with y'all last week. You gotta, you gotta prepare. So, so when that door opportunity come, you can walk straight through it. Ain't no woulda, coulda, shoulda. You gotta have your stuff together. So that's what we doing. All right. So don't be nitpicking me. Dr. D be lying. She says she rests on Sundays. Well, guess what? Today I am gonna rest. We 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 going we going We've taken care of some business. Oh, that's cool. The young sister. You you do young, you do this too because no, guess the, what? The young sister across the. The best way to improve your credit score: pay your bills. Yeah, that's. That, that's that's this this where I was in 2017. Mm-hmm. Okay, until other stuff start popping up. Yeah, that's what she do. I, I I build my own credit score, making sure all my bills is paid on time. That's all that's about now. They know how to get stuff off your credit or whatever, but you got to watch that too because they'll pop back up. Mom, I got good credit. My credit damn near 800. I know, I know you got good credit. <laughs> but the young I got good credit too. Yeah. Until I allow other people to mess me up, yeah. and that's my fault. Yeah, that, that's, that's the, my fault. That's what they doing it across the street. I never heard of the company. I looked it up a few days ago, but I don't know nothing about them. You know? Yeah, I mean, I used to do all that. But the main thing is pay your bills. You know, I believe in that. Okay, so why yours ain't printing? That's one page. 
the whole thing. No, this is some, some, this is something else. I ain't said you that. That's, that's yeah, something for your children. <laughs> Cause how many pages is that? It's 19. 19, so you want to print all. Print the fit. Mm-mm. Go That's ahead, HP. fit. Fit. That's HP. Because I need everything. So oh, so all. it's two. So it says one's a brother printer. Look at that. It's two. Oh, so it might be hooked up to the one that's not. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Series LC 103. See, this is the one I feel, this is the one I just, yeah, this is my old. Yeah, this is the, this is the old one. See, this one I need because I scanned. So we need to help get this one here. So I think this is the brother. Yeah, this is the brother. Let me see. It looks like it's gone. So it's the brother printer. You got the wrong printer, Ma! Proud cat! <laughs> boom, boom, room! <laughs> she, she, she going all off about my printer. Nah, no, I didn't. I was saying, I printer. was saying I couldn't, it wouldn't print because I had the wrong printer. There you go. There you go. But how was supposed to know you had two printers over there? Don't, don't put me on yeah. blast like that. Yeah, yeah. He trying to put me on blast, y'all. Okay, so okay you need to tell them to stop going to the rest and come to the best. Get your taxes done. <laughs> stop paying business, the government business. all that money. Yeah, for real. And yeah. come where you got some honey. No. <laughs> well, all right, we ain't getting no honey here. You can show me the money. No oh, honey. man, money show, is honey. Show, show me the money. That's my honey. Money is honey. <laughs> now, they have some... Some reliable men that that like women and not just men and women, then you can come talk to me because I ain't got time for that foolishness. What? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> the woman, you sit here with a real man. Only bring that guy. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, but that's the question. I had somebody yeah, laughing, you guys. Yeah, I got to ask them. You know, they be quick. They want to ask me where I work or whatever. I said, no, let's stop this conversation right now. I need to know one thing. Do you like just women oh, and one woman? Yeah. Or do you like lots of women and men too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right the, the, the dude start laughing. He said, I never had somebody ask me that. I said, Man. but I got to ask that because I come with a lot of sisters. Yeah, buddy. A lot of sisters gotta have divorce because they married to a, a, a man that's on a DL. I can't work with that. I'm sorry. Oh my god. I can't. I can't work that way. Sorry. Are you serious? Yeah. You are serious? Yeah. Oh. Shit. Yes. That's funny. Yes. Me one sister so sick that lady that lady broke down where she couldn't even move. Was in a bed for almost three months. Cause you picked the wrong one. That's sixteen. We need seventeen. But it says seventeen. I know. All right, just go back to your search. Well, that's good too. Cause I need to look at that too. Cause you never know. You might have something. You might get some money back on. I do. I do tax audits too on at least the last three. That's complimentary. That I 
excuse me, that I do for people. I'll look back on your tax return and last three tax returns to see if you miss anything. Even if you have to pay them. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look here, tell these folks I made nothing. I don't have no monies. So you want to close that wise? It's great. You can close it. I mean, not close it, minimize it. Okay. And to go back to your document. Hold it. Push six. Well, it says mm-hmm. 22, 26, 2017. So. Put what down? That's the one you print? No. So this is the 17. You printed there the you wrong go. one. There you go, blame boom, me, boom, y'all. Room. Boom, boom, room. Boom, boom, room. apples. I like the apples they have. That was good. Drops in my eyes. Yeah, buddy. Strange stuff be going on in society. No, that ain't no strange. That's the money. That's the money. This some damn fools. Marriage of almost 20, 25 years. Damn fools. Yep. I need to get their lives together. And... You know what else was really crazy? Was a pastor. Oh, man, these pastors need to quit buying all the land up in these black neighborhoods. They need to quit mm-hmm. doing and not letting these brothers. So what is that? Corporation. Is that Rosetta? This is a little. This is a little uh, risen. Would you like to have a little risen? Yeah, give me a little risen. Okay. There you go. Just a little. Huh? Just a little. Cause I don't need to go to sleep on you. That'll, that'll, um, you get that wine. And before you know it, I'll be stretched out in this chair. No. Doc, wake up, wake up. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, I'm not doing your taxes right now. I got to do the bookkeeping. I'm trying to print up this agreement and uh, your permission first. Oh, I'm doing things professional, my dear. No sworn to tax time. And I got to do the um the list. I got to check off everything that I'm, I get from you to make sure we have all the documents. Drops. So I said, I woke up. I said, Oh my God, my eyes so puffy. I said, It must have had too much salt in that tuna fish. And it was good too, because I had light. Oh my gosh, I was just eating up. I was eating that tuna fish too. And then next one, we're just going to print. I'm going to show you how to do fast print. How you do fast print? I'm going to say you're printing it. Printing on. You didn't start that one yet, huh? Yeah. 
You did? Yeah, the 17? Yeah. No, the 16. No, the 17. Okay, that's all right. Oh, but still show you. Spit it out. So going properly find out where. Go to paper quality. Mm. Okay, there we go, advance. Let's see if it's over there. Okay, yeah, normal. We're gonna let you change it. Oh. What about print? print? Oh, that's print qualities. Normal, fine, best. I guess. Um, multiple, print. normal, fine, best. No. It's supposed to be up where the. Um, I need basic paper print quality. color and okay. it's gonna use more ink. You keep it normal. I just like my stuff to hurry up. <laughs> Oh, I've been on there all the time. Yes, sir. You want to get on there live? What up, what up, what up? I'm out. (laughs) I'm going to holler at y'all later. It's Dr. D.